Hi, and welcome to Straight Shot Radio. My name is Johnny Slick, and I'm the owner and head coach at Straight Shot Training. Twice in my life, I've messed up a backflip and landed on my back slash neck area, and my knees hit my chest, and I thought that I'd broken my neck both times. The first time I was 15, maybe 16, and I wanted to learn a backflip, so I thought I'll teach myself in my family's backyard, and I will use this very thin mattress that I pulled out of an old camper, and I'll use that to make sure that I don't kill myself. Thank goodness I had that because uh, the landing was not graceful on that. I had gotten a couple of backflips off of things before, and I thought, okay, I think I'm ready to do one standing on the ground. And I was not ready. I was not prepared for that movement, yet I came untucked in, in the middle of the air and came down really hard. And I thought to myself, I will not do this again until someone teaches me how to do it properly. So in college, I did some gymnastics with my cousins at a local gymnastics place and the coach there in return for us helping out with some of the special needs classes they had there and for helping her clean up the gym, she would teach us stuff. And so she actually taught me how to do a standing back tuck. She taught me how to jump high enough first, how to bring my knees to my chest at the right time, how to have the slight lean backwards, uh, but not too far backwards, uh, so I wouldn't be flipping way too far over. And she started me out standing on on these small pads and then gradually reducing the height of which I was flipping off of until I was eventually doing a standing backflip on the ground. That was going great until one time, for some reason, I didn't fully commit to the movement. I got all the way upside down or most of the way and I came untucked. And that is the worst thing you can do in a backflip. If you stay tucked up in a ball, worst thing that can happen, once you get like the height and, and the knees coming to your chest and leaning back, the worst thing is, that can happen is you make it over, <coughs> excuse me, and you land on your hands and knees, kind of still tucked up in this ball. But as long as you stay tucked, you're going to rotate the rest of the way over. And uh, any time that she was spotting me, if I had a bad backflip as long as I stayed tucked and she you know, kind of helped me the rest of the way over, I was always fine. So I knew it just stay tucked and you'll be fine. And I came untucked. I got scared and halfway through the movement, I stopped committing to the movement. And it came untucked and I landed and everyone around me started screaming because they thought that I had broken my neck. Uh, Actually, my cousins and I did a lot of screaming in that gymnastics place just because we were doing a lot of stuff that every time we landed or mislanded, we all thought, oh my gosh, this is it. Johnny's dead. His neck's broken. But uh, thankfully, I was still on a, a slightly padded area, and it looked worse than it was. I landed mostly on my back, uh, but my knees just, I mean, I think my knees might have hit the ground beside my head. I My whole body compressed that much. So... I'm not telling you this just for a shocking <coughs> excuse me, podcast story. I'm telling you this because the problem I made on both of those backflips, uh, and trust me, this is going to something that's much more relevant to you all than backflips. Backflip, I'll explain how it works with lifts and then with how you approach your training uh, or life in general. But the problem that I had with those two backflips that I landed so poorly was that I did not commit to the movement. On one... I didn't commit to it because I didn't know what I was doing. On the other, I didn't commit to doing what I knew 
I knew how to do, and I had the confidence instilled in me from my coach that I knew what I was doing with this, and I chose to not commit to the movement because I let the fear of failing get to me. The funny thing with backflips and with heavy squats or a heavy bench press or heavy deadlift, the fear of getting hurt that causes you to hesitate in your movement or to not commit to staying braced or to give up on a movement, the fear that you have of failing a movement and getting hurt, when you let that get to you to the point of where you stop committing to the movement, you can actually get the injury that you were afraid of getting in the first place that caused you to not commit. And it's crazy. And I see it all the time when people go for heavy lifts and they give up on it halfway through. And thankfully they have a spotter. And sometimes I see people in the gym and they don't have a spotter. And you can tell when somebody gives up because they lose tension, maybe abdominal tension on a deadlift or a squat. They let their shoulders come unlocked in a bench press. They start moving their feet around. They, they just stop committing to it. The same way that I stopped committing to the backflip halfway through. Obviously, it looks a little bit different because when somebody fails a backflip, uh, it's really scary looking. But other times, when people miss reps in the gym, a lot of times you can get hurt on those. So when I'm working with somebody and we're about to do a lift and they tell me, I'm not going to get this. Most of the time, I have them take a break talk to them about their lift, instill some confidence, make sure they understand exactly what they're going to be doing the whole lift, make sure they know if you get stuck, you just stay tight and keep pushing and I will help you through the rest of the lift. If they still don't seem like they have enough confidence, I'll take weight off the bar so that we can still do the movement under some load, but maybe that day is not a, a day for them to go that heavy because they're not willing to commit to that. So... Maybe now you can see why I started with the backflip story, maybe to get a little, a little bit of your attention, but to, to bring this back to you and your lifts, and then in a, in a much more uh, broad sense, your overall training, you have to commit to what you're doing, and you have to commit to what you know. If you're having trouble committing to your movement, committing to your program, uh, maybe even something outside the gym that you are worried about going all in on, if you're worried about committing because you don't know what you're doing, so a lift, your training program, uh, making a, a career change, any of that stuff, you need to figure out what you need to do to instill some confidence in yourself and your abilities. So in terms of the gym, and this, I'll speak about what I know because I'm not a, a life coach, I'm a movement coach, so I'll just speak to what I know, and that's if you are, are not able to commit to a lift or to your something in your training program, uh, and there's a lot of fear surrounding your, your training, uh, you, we need to figure that out by making you more confident in your abilities on the lift, by breaking those lifts down and attacking each point of that lift so that you now can feel comfortable, okay... I know what it feels like to brace under load. I know how to keep my knees stable because I know what uh, planting and supporting a good arch in my foot is. This is in reference to a squat. I know where I should be looking on this squat. I know how to keep tension in my upper back so the bar doesn't slide around. I've broken, broken all of these down. I'm confident in this movement. I can do this. So eliminating doubt in your training or with a lift is, is the first thing. And that's where a coach comes in. It is very, very helpful. So for me, 
the reason why I missed that first backflip was because I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't have a coach. I was just winging it. Once I had the confidence of a coach and teaching me and breaking the progressions, she did a really, really good job with that. Well, once you've had that and once you, or if you currently have that, then it's a lot of it's on you and the coach will continue to instill that confidence in you. But ultimately, they're not the one lifting the weights. It's, it's you. So once you know what you're doing, you need to commit to that lift so that you can actually take what that coach has, has taught you remember it, apply it, and keep yourself safe during that lift. So if you find yourself doubting, you either need to fix uh, the problem of not knowing how to do something, and that's why you're doubting yourself, or, and this is this is much easier said than done, uh, fix, fix your problem of not trusting yourself on lifts. A lot of that comes from you, you do have to fail some lifts. You do have to trust your spotter. Uh, you do have to fail safely. And by that, I mean uh, you get stuck at the bottom of the squat. You stay tight. You keep your knees exactly where they are. Don't let them cave in. Don't lean too far forward. Keep your abs braced, and I'm going to come up behind you, help you. I'm going to take you know, 50 pounds off that squat by pulling you up, and we're going to do it together. That way you can have some confidence going into it knowing you have some help. Um, so make sure you have a spotter when you're going for, for tough movements that you absolutely have to commit to. But just remember, and maybe this will help you commit to your movements, if you don't commit to the lift, you've already missed it. If you don't commit to a lift, you've already missed it. Because you're going to go into it knowing or, or saying to yourself, I can't get this, but I'm going to try it anyway. Well, I mean, that's a terrible way to approach a backflip, obviously. And none of you would do that. But also, you shouldn't do that under a barbell. And you shouldn't do it under uh, uh, the stress of a box jump or uh, a handstand or a muscle-up. You can't just get halfway through the movement without committing fully to finishing that movement. Maybe you need to do an easier movement. Maybe you need a lighter weight. You need to find a way to to get some confidence in your movement and a lot of that times that means taking a step back and learning something or really getting honest with yourself and talking yourself into the movements that you're doing which is why I'm a big fan of when you're in between your sets I, I prescribe rest periods to my athletes in between your sets it's not just a time to be searching Instagram and listening to music it's also a time for you to do some reflection on your previous set and some visualization of your set coming up. Think about what you have to do so that you can fully commit to that movement. And if you fully commit, you can stay safe during that movement. So remember, if you are trying to avoid an injury and you end up hesitating or not committing to try to avoid that injury, you could end up getting that injury as a result of your non-committal to that lift or that movement. So hopefully this helps you with your confidence with your lifts, maybe with your training program. Maybe this helps you somewhere outside the gym because I feel like I've learned a lot of things in the gym that help me outside the gym. And this is one of those concepts about going all in on the things that you, that you know that you are capable of. And when that voice of self-doubt gets in your head, pushing it out and reminding yourself, I know how to do this. I know what I'm doing. I know the steps that I need to take. I've calculated the risks and I understand this is something that I can do. I'm going to go all in and do it. I'm going to commit to whatever this is to make sure that I see the, the thing the entire way through. 
So thank you so much for listening today. If you can leave me a rating on whatever platform you're currently on, that would be awesome. That really helps me out. And if you have any comments about this podcast episode or any other ones or uh, questions you would like me to answer in upcoming episodes, you can message me anywhere uh, using the handle at Straight Shot Training. Uh, on Twitter, it's at Straight Shot underscore MD. And if you want to get a hold of me via email, it's Johnny, J O N N Y, at straightshottraining.com. Our website is straightshottraining.com. And I hope you all have a great week of workouts. And remember, commit to those lifts. You got it.